BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of The Great America Show, Truth, Justice, and Liberty, all about the American way. Still a lot of fallout, no pun permitted or intended here, a lot of fallout from the Speaker Pelosi invasion of Taiwan. And did she set off a fission-like reaction, whether on mainland China, Taipei, or Washington, D.C.? Here is an 82-year-old Speaker of the House taking charge and setting down in Taipei, Taiwan, to offer security assurances and guarantees to Tsai Ing-wen, the President of Taiwan. The two leaders are historic. Pelosi, the first woman speaker and the oldest in America, and say the first woman president of Taiwan. Speaker Pelosi driving the communist Chinese absolutely crazy. And back in D.C., President Biden looks even more morose and weaker than ever after Pelosi took over foreign policy. Democrats appear to have moved on, though, from Biden. There has been no impeachment, of course, no 25th Amendment asserted. The House, the Senate, however, are ignoring him. His national security team hasn't been heard from in two months. And to be clear, that's not a complaint on my part, but it is a noteworthy rupture in our national government. Not only a bloodless coup, but a silent coup, and no one, not even Biden, seems to be objecting. And oh yes, the national corporate media, they haven't even mentioned the point. And what about the Republicans, you ask? Don't they mind? Don't they want to be part of some big deal discussion and negotiation and power sharing as the result? You don't really need to ask, do you? The Republicans are their habitual and predictable selves. They're milk toast and mom, perfectly pleased to silently wait out the arrival of the midterm elections without taking a stand on any issue of importance, like, say, presidential succession, you know, who's leading the country, and maybe express just a little concern. doesn't have to be anger or passion of any kind, of course. These are Republicans, after all. And as a practical matter, no one really wants the impaired Biden in the Oval Office anyway, nor the knowledge-free and awkward Harris. She's surely not the ticket either. So it appears our national leadership has devolved quite smoothly and without resistance or drama to the one person who is to succeed by our Constitution's design, the next in line, the Speaker of the House. And you might be forgiven for thinking it was all a coup. But no, just further proof, once again, America's founders were indeed geniuses. And with that, let's turn to our guest today, patriot, friend, former chief strategist to President Donald J. Trump, the host of the top-rated podcast, Steve Bannon's War Room, Steve, great to have you back with us, and we have a lot to talk about. But I'm sure the audience wants to know how you're doing and how goes your legal battle with the deep state, the Marxist Dems, and assorted evildoers. Well, I think it's fine. My, you know, my attorneys are working on appeals. We've got a, a number of appeals, uh, I think 
five or six defenses. Most importantly, is one about advice at counsel. Uh, but most importantly, I think for everybody is is going to be the uh, executive privilege. I, I think that could go all the way up, not just the appellate court, maybe the Supreme Court to finally get a decision on what you know what executive privilege is and the separation of powers in this regard. So look. I've got a fantastic team of attorneys, as I've always had, and, and we're working through the process. So I appreciate everybody's focus on it, Lou, but we get so many more important things to deal with in this country. My my situation is, um, you know, tangential to anything that's going on because we've got, what, 96, 97 days until the most important midterm in our lifetime. And, uh, you know, everybody needs to be focused on that and what we're going to do afterwards to um, to make sure we can sort things out. Uh, we have no no lack of issues to discuss. I want to turn to uh, first, though, what we are witnessing in China. Uh, before we get to the elections, the this is a, a another ex- existential moment with an impaired president, a a, a a vice president who seems to be at sea on every issue, on uh, every responsibility of a typical vice president. We are in deep, deep trouble when the secretary, the uh, speaker of the House, has to take up leadership on foreign policy as she did in Taiwan. Yeah, well, you know, Nancy Pelosi, I think, surprised people. Remember, Lou, she used to be very hardcore anti-CCP when she first ran for office back in the 90s. In fact, it was one of her key planks in that San Francisco area, and she almost got arrested in Tiananmen Square, one of the first anniversaries of it. Uh, of course, she's gone soft with the Democratic Party line since then. Um, you know, I thought what she did was I, I fully supported it. Uh, since then, Biden has been very weak, uh, as usual. The, the compromise Biden administration, Biden regime, uh, I think has done a, a terrible job. And, uh, and, you know, now with Sullivan and Blinken, they're kowtowing. As the Chinese military looks to the Chinese military looks to uh, looks to uh, you know they're they're encircling Taiwan right now in exercises. They're circling them with live fire exercises and also uh, firing missiles into the commercial zone uh, in the waters off Japan. Uh, a protest by the Japanese to China, but this is perfunctory and meaningless in point of fact. And you mentioned Blinken and Sullivan, but Blinken, Sullivan, and Lloyd Austin all are missing. Haven't been around for two months. We're talking about the national security team of the U.S. government here, and they are nowhere to be found. And this president is making all, he's not even making guttural utterances about what China is doing as they insult our allies and the United States government. Well, you know, they lied the other day when she had this, you know, the playing with fire. Those who play with fire will get burned, which is a huge insult, obviously, to the American people and to our country uh, on this call. But then they, they continue to lie about what said. They, they try to lie and say that Biden really pressed him on on worker conditions and the Uyghurs and forced labor and all that. And the Chinese just said that's a lie. In fact, the Chinese said, why don't you release the full transcript, which the White House refuses to do. So. Listen, it's everything you would expect, Lou, from a group that you can see every you can see exactly what their character is by going to the laptop from hell. And the laptop from hell shows that they're not only honeypotted, but more, you know, worse, they're they're compromised financially by Chinese Communist Party companies. And it's a disgrace. Biden's been, you know, has run this country like a tributary state to China. 
Uh, and now I think Taiwan's in play. With, with the real estate implosion and the capital markets implosion in China, where the CCP has to protect the Bank of China um, branches with tanks out front, it looks like Tiananmen Square, right now she is looking for something to reinforce his support for the 20th Party Congress, which he hopes to be named essentially emperor for life. I believe now that they're really going to try to move on, uh, move on Taiwan. And I think Nancy Pelosi gave security guarantees while she was there. America's got to step up. I just hope the Seventh Fleet is on top of things because I don't have any faith given Austin and the rest of this crowd. It's very difficult to evaluate the situation, uh, how we would deal with the threats when we have a national security team, uh, Sullivan, uh, Austin, Blinken. Uh, this is this is a a robust gathering of weaklings uh, and incompetence, and they have not demonstrated any adroitness whatsoever on any issue in foreign policy since this since Biden took office a year and a half ago, have they? No, I mean it's look as you know, as scary as it gets. Uh, we are in a very uh, treacherous time. The Bank of England just today, as you know, Lou announced that they think inflation will peak in October at 13 percent. They don't believe it'll be down to two percent. Donald Trump's two percent until 2020, middle of 2025. They project a long and deep recession. The world's economy is, and by the way, the Bank of England is dealing straight with the American people and the American capital markets and our own Federal Reserve. Uh, we're in for a real, a very tough time. The Chinese economy is imploding. Uh, the, the CP has stolen the savings of the Lao Beijing and won't return them. Uh, that means the world economy is going to go into even a deeper recession than what Biden's already driven into. So in a time of challenging economics, you need people with a steady hand. And just across the board, if you look at the Iran deal, where the Iranians say now that they can build a nuclear weapon, if you look at what's happening in Ukraine, all the way to the South China Sea and the Straits of Taiwan, it's an unmitigated disaster, and the American people know that. The polling all shows they have absolutely no faith in uh, no faith at all in uh, in the Biden regime. Uh, faith and the Biden regime. There's just no way I can find a juxtaposition for those uh, those terms. Uh, this is a this is a disaster uh, for the American people right now to have a Demo a Marxist dim leadership for the Democrat Party that is as anti-American as are either Russia or Iran or uh, the People's Republic of China. It is that straightforward, and the corporatist news media is doing their usual uh, complicit uh, ignorance of, uh, of all the events that are most important. Uh, and amongst those, the, the elections in Arizona, Michigan, uh, this this is a remarkable week. I am so worried about Carrie Lake and how she is going to come out of this, uh, what looks like a rigged election in Arizona in Maricopa County. Uh, I hope she prevails, but I don't, uh, I have to say, I'm, I'm not sanguine about it. Your, your thoughts? Well, I'm very concerned. I mean, as you know, she was down by 10 points the way they count the vote. As soon as she started coming back with a 70% game day vote, a spread, which is just extraordinary, to show you about the Trump voter. Um, you know, she's leading. She's up by 2% now, but they've got 125,000 votes. They haven't counted, and they're doing it in 5,000 vote increments. I, I feel very concerned about it. 
We had uh, Kelly Ward on the show today. I, I think Robeson ought to concede right now. There's no path for Victor or mathematically, and uh, they're just trying to hold it up. This shows you the McCain, uh, Ducey, real estate, corporate, financial elite and establishment in Arizona do not want to give up. You know, they got the tables run on them, including Rusty Bowers getting crushed. They don't want to give it up to the Trump movement, and they're going to fight. They're going to fight everybody's hair and Democrats. What I don't understand, and this is uh, frankly shades of 2020, is why the Carrie Lake campaign did not have attorneys ready to go in every every polling station in every uh, every place in Maricopa County, which everyone knows is crooked as it could possibly be. And this is just a, a, a disaster waiting to happen. And again, if it happens, it's going to be because, be because the Republican Party wasn't prepared to fight uh, on st- street terms uh, with these thugs, these Marxist stems. This is getting sickening. And to hear uh, Ronna McDaniel predict glibly that the Republicans will win four seats in the House this in what should be a wave election, Every Republican, every American should be deeply concerned about this party and what it's capable of doing right now. Well, look, I agree with you. Katie Hobbs, the Secretary of State, she's one of the ones that's caused this problem in Arizona. But you got to remember in Pinal, in Pinal County, it's a five-man Republican supervisor. Pima, uh, Maricopa County the same way, all Republicans. And so it's Republicans, the Republican establishment, the rhinos. And this is the same crowd with, with Rana. That doesn't want to be majority. They'd rather have a controlled majority than have another 40 or 50 Trump type acolytes win in the House. So, this is, look, it's all down to, and I think also they're trying to break the spirit of the Trump movement to show you, yeah, the elections are rigged. We rig them. What are you going to do about it? And I think that's the challenge for us right now. We're going to have to make a determination of what actually we are going to do about it because if we just continue to sit here and take this, and I agree with you on the Republican Party and, and even uh, uh, Kerry. I've advocated uh, that Kerry actually go into court because I think I agree with you. I think unless you're taking court action right now and get some sort of – at least get some judge to supervise this, I do not trust Maricopa County whatsoever at all. Yeah. You know, I think Maricopa, it's nothing but bad news. Yeah, Maricopa County, uh, Fulton County in Georgia, Wayne County in Michigan are taking on the mantle of Cook County, Illinois in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I mean, they are every everything uh, everything corrupt that Cook County was and more. Because, as you said, this is in-your-face corruption. This is in-your-face. We're going to rig it, and you can't do a damn thing about it, uh, Republicans, uh, MAGA. And you know what? Right now, it is a, a, a true statement because the the Republican Party isn't organized for street fighting, and this is street fighting. I 100% agree, but the Trump movement better get organized for street fighting. I mean, you're going to have to get in there, and because they're telling you right now, they're showing you about what's happening in Maricopa County. They don't care about your sensibilities. I mean, this is outrageous. The way they're 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 counting these votes right now, Lou, uh, we would not get a count until Labor Day at 5,000 vote increments. So this is where we got to start taking action and say, hey, you got to demand. I think you got to go into court. Uh, Kelly Ward uh, basically pleaded with Robeson to concede today, that's not going to happen. And so Kelly Lake is being robbed of her victory night speech on main media. She's being robbed of any uh, intensity. She's got to fire up the football and go up to Hobbs right away. And Katie Hobbs is part of this. 
They show the, uh, the confusion and the disorganization of the Republican Party, and they'll use that against us in November. Yeah, well, uh, they're going to use everything if they're, you know, let's be honest, if there is a November, at the rate this is going, the Republican Party is going to have to fight very hard to have a contest with what should have been, according to every strategist, every pollster, a wave election. And, I, and I'm not a, as you know, I'm not a cheerleader, and I am certainly not a, a person who will profess optimism when I feel that the straits are dire indeed, and this is such a moment. I, I would like to say that uh, the Republican Party is, uh, is something different than what it was in 2020. Ronald McDaniel and what we're witnessing right now tells me that the Republican Party didn't learn a damn thing. And it, it is enough to, to make you gut sick. Uh, what should be our response, do you think, to this? I just think we got to get tougher. I mean, look, the, the MAGA movement, nobody's going to give us anything, right? You see in Arizona, you have to outvote the fraud and you have to outvote the money. Because the money, they, they drop $30 million against, they drop $30 million against uh, uh, Carrie Lake, right? right? And she only had three and a half. Um, so you're going to have to outvote the fraud. You're going to have to outvote the money. We're going to have to outwork them. I think this is a clarion call. And don't think November is going to be any easier. They're going to try to steal it in November. They're trying to break your spirit. We cannot be broken. So it's time to go to work. If we have any more of these uh, country club Republicans in charge of anything, they ought to be thrown out on their their keisters. Uh, I, I want to go to the issue, though, of this counting votes at 5,000 increments and doing so into, I don't know, into perpetuity if they want. Uh, how is it that in a day of the digital age, and we hear all of the digital uh, electronic voting companies telling us how uh, proficient they are, how uh, efficacious and swift digital technology is, and there's no reason for us to worry our little heads about things. They can't even get an election counted, Steve. They cannot get it counted. And you know what? Everybody sits around with sucking on their thumbs saying, oh, you know, this is a we'll just have to be patient. This is idiotic for Americans to sit here and put up with this nonsense. No, listen, it's it's trying to break our spirit. And, uh, you know, Lou, everything we're going to try to do is a misdirection play and to break our spirit. And that's why MAGA, it, look, for the good of the country, MAGA has to be tougher. MAGA has to be stronger. MAGA has to... Uh, has to organize. Look, we've done a fantastic job. If you look at the votes in Michigan, if you look at the votes in Arizona, people have really come together. Uh, right. Now they're going to try to pull every trick and don't think this is the last thing they're going to do. So it's just, we just got to pull together and get it done. It's not going to be pretty. 95 days ago, and it's going to be very, very tough, very, very hard. And we're letting a, a an impaired president who now has in the basement with him, uh, Lloyd Austin, uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, <laughs> Tony Blinken, the entire national security team, and no one hears from them. And now we hear HHS is declaring a monkeypox public health emergency nationwide. Do you know how many cases there are, Steve? 6,617 monkeypox uh, cases. And they're declaring, a again, another national emergency. I wonder what for. Could it have anything to do with the election? A thousand percent. I mean, they're listen. This is what they're. They love mail-in votes. They love mail-in ballots. They particularly love them when there's no ID and no signature check, so they can dump them off in these uh, just like two thousand mules. No, they love that. They, obviously, they're going to. This is not the last. This is not the last national emergency we're going to see, Luke. Trust me. Uh, Steve, 
this is a, appears to be a significant rupture between Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, and the President of the United States for all the world with her taking on the leadership role and a dis- determinate leadership role. It looks like a coup by Nancy Pelosi and the impaired president is relegated to where he properly belongs. A base. Your thoughts. Well, I look at what Manchin and Schumer didn't include him at all in the in the discussion of this Manchin fiasco. Nancy Pelosi is acting like the commander in chief. I mean, every every candidate out there, everybody running in this midterm, including Gretchen Whitmer, doesn't want Joe Biden anywhere near him. Why he's got historic low polling? I mean, historic. And why does he have that low? As you know, he's illegitimate. Uh, he has no authority. American people are now wise to that. It's only going to get worse. And the Democrats are showing you this is not coming from Republicans, not coming from Trump. His own party is abandoning him. And, and if you think, why should she sit there and say, why should I treat him with any respect if Nancy Pelosi, his own Speaker of the House and his own party, doesn't treat him with any respect? So I think you've nailed it. And I think that's where the crisis in the country is now. For MAGA to basically help turn the country around, we got to look at Maricopa County, what the problem was. And make sure that we, you know, we sort this thing out because it's not going to get any easier for us. Steve Bannon is the star of CPAC this year uh, in Dallas, Texas. I know you'll give them what for, and uh, for me, <laughs> give, give them hell and have fun. <laughs> Lou Dobbs, wish you were down here. It's 100 and some degrees. I understand it's a little hot up on the farm too. So look, thank you. I love the show, and thank you for having me on. Thank you, Steve. All the best. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Tomorrow on The Great America Show will be Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, member of the powerful Foreign Affairs Committee. Please be with us tomorrow. Until then, God bless you, and God bless America.